can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. So Joe, I have a little story mm-hmm. for the listeners. I have told you this story, yes. but the listeners haven't heard it. So I thought it would be good for the pod because it's beauty related and it's Hannah related too. <laughs> so I, GHD sent me a new Helios hairdryer um, because I'm obviously Spoiled. learning how to do. I know. <laughs> I was so excited because I haven't. Well, I haven't owned a hairdryer until now mm. and I wanted to learn how to do the curly girl method um, and so they sent me the diffuser attachment and so I got took the hairdryer out, took the diffuser attachment and then threw the boxes and stuff away and I at about at about 1 a.m. that night I was like okay I want to like give it a go um don't ask why I'm doing I won't (laughs) (laughs) that's because I had a shower at midnight um and I'm looking for the attachment what's it called again the nozzle the nozzle that you would blow dry your hair with and I couldn't find it and I was like Oh no, I've chucked it in the bin. And luckily it was it was rubbish night. So I had to actually go out at 1 a.m. on the street. So I went out to the street and started rifling through the recycling bin. So I ended up couldn't find it. Like the boxes were in there, but the nozzle wasn't in there. So then oh. I texted Linda and said, It's rubbish night. I've tried to find it. Can you go through properly tomorrow and see if you can find the nozzle? And so you made Linda get up at 4 Yeah, so she got up and did it. No, I think it's she got up and did it, said it wasn't there. Okay. And I was like, what the hell? So I then was like I was walking into the bin room and I was like, oh, my God, I know. I put it in the actual bin bin not the recycling so I got my which that rubbish was hadn't gone out yet and so I opened up my rubbish and had to rifle through my disgusting rubbish there was the nozzle in the rubbish and I ended up having to like disinfect it and but it but but I've got it. I've really got it but I was really do you know what I was terrified I went out at 1am and the streets were dead. And I come back from like clubs at 3 a.m., no problem. Yeah. But for some reason, because I was leaving the house, going through the rubbish at 1 a.m., I felt really nervous. So that's why I gave up. I think it's the silence. It was lo- it was locked down yeah. as well. So yeah. like it was dead silent. There was no clubs or bars or anything going on. So Not it was locked a- down anymore though. I know. Um, um, I actually also have a story about my AirPods, which I wanted to share with you. Oh, So remember yes. when I first got them and I was like, I don't like them. They're not, I'm not accustomed to them yet. I was not very keen on them. I regretted spending $400 or whatever they are. Anyway, so the other night, that night that was really, really windy. Yes. And like no one could sleep. And I thought I was the only person that couldn't sleep. So I was thinking that Hattie in the other room is fast asleep. I'm the only one being impacted by this. So I've just had this brainwave at 4am after being awake for an hour. I went downstairs, grabbed my AirPods, put them on noise cancelling mode, couldn't hear sh**. I fell asleep <gasps> straight away. It so was the best cool. thing ever. And I was like, these are worth, even for that one night, 
to get that sleep back. Please tell me you use them yeah, no, day I, to day. I, yeah, no, I use them now. Oh, yeah. They're good, they're aren't they? I love them. a few weeks to adjust to because they feel yeah. different in your ears. But wow, worth every cent. If you're in a noisy environment, that noise cancelling function, I usually have it on that transient it's mode. amazing. Um, oh, no, I always, I have noise cancelling always on. I just like to have it on that mode when I'm walking around because you never know. Maybe that's why you don't like them because if I'm cleaning the house, I have noise cancelling and I can't hear, sh- like, I can't even hear the vacuum when I'm vacuuming. That, that kind of makes all my senses feel funny though if I do that. Okay. Yeah, but that particular oh, that. instance, and then I did it again the other morning when it was just, there was like loud stuff kids screaming next door and I just put my headphones in and I was like this is so good how have I not so glad you're on board yeah so I'm fully on board (laughs) what is on today's episode Joe? so on today's episode you're sharing a uh, a few tips for prepping for a first kiss for our cringy combo um (laughs) because we're um we're waxed vaxxed I'm ready. I'm <laughs> okay. Go to Hannah's uh, Instagram. <laughs> read the end of that. Um, and then we are speaking to a very famous YouTuber. I'm just going to wait until it actually gets to that uh, part of the episode for you to find out who that is. And of course, our products we didn't know we needed. All right, Joe. Prepping for a first kiss mm-hmm. now. I'm going to tell the most recent story. Um, I was getting my hair done with the lovely Marie Kane mm-hmm. and she had said arrive at 1.30 and we'll be done. We thought we'd be done by 5.36, but she's such an artist and it, like she was really taking so much time with the layers and the colour that it ended up, I had a, I had a dinner date 7pm in Collingwood Ooh. and she's in St Kilda. So I wanted, I did my makeup in the chair. She like finished off the blow dry and then it was like 20 to seven. And I was like, I wanted to brush my teeth and I wanted to like, cause I brought, I said, um, I was a bit embarrassed. I was like, I brought my toothbrush and my toothpaste. She's like, great. And I was like running out. She's like, you forgot to brush your teeth. So I ran, I ran to the bathroom brushed my teeth and then like said bye and ran out and I got there seven on the dot I made it like 7 p.m on the miraculous that you made it miraculous in that time St Kilda to Collingwood that's a long way got to the restaurant and I was like I didn't think we were gonna have a kiss for some reason I just didn't think it was gonna happen and we ended up (laughs) he's like can you drive me home so I dropped him home oh classic (laughs) wait and then he leaned in and like kissed me but I had my foot on the brake like I hadn't stopped the car and I didn't know what to do because I'm like holding the wheel with my foot on the brake (laughs) leaned in like kissing him thank god I brushed my teeth by the way Mm. and I was like, what do I, and there was like someone outside his building kind of watching. Oh <laughs> and I was like, what do I do? Do I like, do I turn the car off? Like, yeah. I, I, anyway. you got to put it in park. Yeah. You just need to put it in oh, park. What was I thinking? <laughs> I don't usually, I'm not usually driving them. So yeah. I'm usually the one that's sitting next to them as they're mm. like, anyway, it's okay because he ended up pulling away and he left and then. So anyway, mm-hmm. that's that was my most recent kissing story and I was really thankful that I did brush my teeth. It would have yeah. been worth being five minutes late 
even if. 100%. Do you do that before a date? Brush your teeth like the last thing that you do before yeah. you leave the house? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Always. good. I'm glad we're on the same yeah. page. More that. just like I think I don't want anything to be in my teeth. Like I'm paranoid that something would be in my teeth, even though like I can see that there's not. I'm just like paranoid about it. I am just more paranoid about I just like even if I eat something and then I have to brush my teeth, the last thing yeah. I do before I leave. Yes. Is yeah. It's funny because if you go out for dinner, anyway, we'll get to the foods that you should avoid. I also I'll brush my teeth and then I'll have a mint on the way. Yes. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent Absolutely. Yeah. Now I did want to ask you, what is your go-to mint? Because I know what mine is. Eclipse. I've got a Yes. The same, green one. The eclipse, the green. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That is in your first date starter pack, 100%. You have to have the green Eclipse mints, not the chewy ones, the mints. not the chewy ones. They do nothing. I've accidentally bought them before. They do f*** all. (laughs) Yep, yep. So I had a story of um, a guy back when I was 21, Mm. the most vivid memory I have of someone kissing someone where I could taste what they'd eaten. Um, It's going to make me (laughs) gag, I think. I'm getting shivers. No, it's a really funny story. So I was at Seven Night Club um, back in the day. I know. And this guy that Thursday I. Thursday night or? This, yeah, Thursday night, yeah. of course. I was at uni. So yeah. this guy that I had like, I'd hooked up with him at like commerce camp um, at the underwear party. Um, <laughs> I can't believe they run those by the way. But anyway, we were in underwear at the underwear party and we were mm. making out then. And then I bumped into him at seven and I remember we were making out on the couch. The couches, do you remember that? The couches, like, yeah. Yeah, the couches. Yeah. So we're making out like it's our. I I remember we made out for about five hours, I think, that night. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> Old to be 21 again. Anyway, he was like, I'll be right back. <laughs> and he left and I went and danced with my friends and then he found me. We went back to the couches and we started making out again. And I was like, this it tastes like Alfredo pasta. You know the one you buy at the supermarket? Oh, my God. And I'm like... How did he go home and cook Alfredo and come back? Oh my god! What has he definitely? What if he vomited? Oh, what if he vomited, oh Hannah? And then he's he's vomited up his dinner, and then he's oh gone no. and he's gone and kissed oh you. Are you just having I've this just, realization my, my that, ho- that my whole life is flashing before <laughs> my eyes? Um, what the. <laughs> My no, first thought, how could he have I just think left? no. I think he went and ate because the taste was creamy. I'm thinking he went and had like a one of those chicken burgers from Macca's okay. with the creamy sauce or something. The Alfredo pasta, I think, tastes like vomit. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. I'm not gonna lie. I, I think that's even. what's happened. <laughs> I can't. That that actually, I feel so sick right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about some tips. I've did it done. I I've got some of my tips, and then I actually did a bit of research on what you mm. should avoid before a first date. Firstly, if I'm cooking, so I cook my I cook vodka pasta. Yeah. If someone's coming over for a cooking date, but I if I'm doing that, I go very easy on the garlic and onion because mm-hmm. garlic and onions top the list when it comes to halitosis. Um, mm-hmm. uh, this is from WebMD. It's because the smelly sulfur c- compounds in garlic and onions linger in your mouth and are absorbed in the bloodstream and expelled when you exhale. Oh. So don't order like the most garlicky thing on the mm. menu if you're going out for dinner. I mean, that's a pretty simple one. Yeah. The other one for me is no coffee is number mm. one. Like have a coffee in the morning and then I will not have another coffee. And like I will furiously like brush 
floss and use mouthwash because coffee is like I reckon people want to have a coffee before they go on a date though to like wake themselves up like I wouldn't be having espresso martinis on a date no neither I mean for obvious reasons other than having bad (laughs) (laughs) yes that's coming out the other end yeah Um, (laughs) so (laughs) so coffee and alcohol so coffee Mm. and alcoholic drinks create a favorable environment for oral bacterial growth they also have a drying effect which reduces Mm. saliva flow and allows foul smelling bacteria to linger longer but they are saying here there are other foods including dairy products so i think like a pina colada would be probably Mm. a no because it's alcohol and dairy a diet heavy in meat well i'm fine there um, orange juice and soda. So what you probably uh, don't want to have is a tequila. No, a yeah, tequila, tequila sunrise, sunrise. would mm. probably be a bad idea. Mm. They're sometimes talked about as bad breath triggers. However, they did say there's actually insignificant research to suggest that sort of, I think that's just what people like say causes bad breath, but there's not actually a lot of research. I always recommend having a glass of water with your alcoholic drink. So as yes. you drink, you know how you get that dry mouth? Like when you're Well, because they're saying- the dry mouth is what causes the bacteria yeah, growth. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to be, make sure you're really well hydrated. Mm. I actually, now that you say that, need to probably hydrate better before dates. Mm. I've never had any complaints. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now, what I did want to ask you is mm. this is something I don't do is thoughts on tongue scraping because I'm wondering if I need to add that into my dating routine. Interesting that you say that because I've actually got one right next to me in a box Mm -hmm. at the moment and I've been meaning to use it but the thought of it really grosses me out and I'm like where am I meant to keep it do I keep it with my toothbrush and it's just out in the open and then I I don't know I know that it's a lot of people are into it and I understand why and I think it does work um, based on what they've said and I think there is some research to suggest that it does work but I just don't know if I can so basically remember we did that chat about the feet yeah. Now everyone is just like there's, you know, there's all of these people saying that like, oh my god, your feet are so gross, blah 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 yeah. blah. I'm sorry. What is more gross than a tongue? Because yeah. I wanted to read this. So you have about 20 million bacteria in your mouth at any given time. So we're so grossed out by feet, yet we're happy for someone to like stroke their tongue or dart their tongue in our mouth. Maybe not darting, but you know what I mean? Yeah. We're happy to touch our tongue. I don't tongue want to think about tongue. it. <laughs> I don't, I don't or have their tongue in other parts of our body. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and I, I think when you think about the tongue being so so much bacteria on the tongue, mm. which is why I think tongue scraping, I think I'm gonna add that into my routine. Yeah. For sure. Maybe I will as well. Why don't we both start it and yeah, then we can let's give start it and we can and we can come back. Um yeah. So when you go to the bathroom and you're on a date, do you quickly have a mint? Yes, 100%. Always check my teeth. Uh, yeah, yep. same, same. Yep. It's so important. Um, but the other nice thing, little dating, is like if you're just are sitting at the table and you just like grab your mints at the end of the meal and you're like, want mm. a mint? And that also like is just, mm. you know what I mean? Like yes. let's get fresh for a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> So there's a very uh, spooky looking setup in our guests' background for today. We're very excited about this interview. I personally, as our listeners know, am a huge true crime fan. 
So for those of you who are all true crime fans out there as well, today's guest is Bailey Sarian. She's a makeup artist, a YouTuber, and a podcast host. You'll know her from Murder Mystery and Makeup, where she talks about true crime while applying her makeup. And her YouTube channel has over 5 million subscribers. Welcome to the podcast, Bailey. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I feel like you blend my two passions. So (laughs) we're just really well aligned there. Um, What inspired you to have the idea of merging makeup and true crime? Because typically those two don't go together. Have you been surprised by the success? Yeah, I have been so surprised by uh, how it turned out, first of all. But back in um, 2018, I was following the Chris Watts case. Are you guys familiar with that case at all? Yeah. So I was like staying up all night, like researching every little thing about this case. And I just felt like I had all this built up knowledge about it, but I didn't have anybody to talk to about it with because my fiance doesn't care. I just, no one cared about it, but I was like passionate trying to solve the mystery. So I had all this built up knowledge and I was like, okay, what if I like just told the story on my YouTube channel and then did my makeup so it makes sense to my channel? Cause I was doing, I was doing makeup tutorials at that time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me just try it and see what happens. So I just was doing my makeup, keeping keep myself busy, and then telling the whole Chris Watts story. And I was really nervous at first. I was so nervous. I was like, this isn't going to be received well, but like, n- let me just try it. And it took off. <laughs> and so I just tried it again. And then like tried it again. And I just kept <laughs> going. And I'm still just going, seeing what happens. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's lots of crimes. So really, like, it's endless opportunity for you. Yeah, unfortunately, you never run out of content, I Mm. guess. Mm. (laughs) Aside from the, um, you mentioned the Chris Watts, are there any other crime, true crime stories that have had a lasting effect on you? I would say the story about Ed Gein. Are you guys familiar with Ed Gein? No. He is, he's he was unique to say the least. He would mm-hmm. um, he would snatch bodies that were um, buried at the local gravesite, and then he would cut off their skin and like make stuff out of it. So he made oh lampshades. Yeah, he made lampshades. What chairs? Uh, wall art. He was trying to make like a full bodysuit to wear out of people's skin, and it's Whoa. just yes, and it was like. So different. I have yet to come across any other story like that. And I just like, for me, it's like, what, what is that? Like what possesses someone to wake up and be like, I'm going to cut off skin and make something out of it. Like that is different. (laughs) (laughs) To say the least. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Because I guess he didn't murder them because they were already dead. But like, he's just decided I'm going to do this activity with their skin I feel like I feel like someone like that though like I wouldn't like trust that they weren't like gonna get to the next stage like yeah (laughs) does the nature of the crime that you're discussing does that have any kind of influence on the beauty look that you create for the episode no a lot of people think or they ask me like what inspired this glittery look for uh Jeffrey Dahmer and I'm like I don't know (laughs) usually I just sit down and I know like okay today I want to do a green smoky eye so then I just kind of do it (laughs) the makeup is always an afterthought for me it's just something Mm -hmm. I like doing and I enjoy it so it's if anything it's just it's therapeutic I'm like just doing my makeup and not really even thinking about it. What's the sort of feedback from your audience on the mix of crime and makeup is like is the makeup really soothing and then the story is is not so soothing. 
Yeah. Um, the feedback is kind of how we all feel where it's like, this doesn't make sense, but this kind of makes sense. Where <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, but I think because when I'm doing my makeup, I don't really acknowledge the makeup. I'm just doing it to keep myself busy and I'm not pausing to be like, oh my God, look at my highlight. And, um, no. you know, or like talking about product, I'm telling a story. So it's like, you could just listen if you wanted to. And I think some mm. people even say like, oh, I had to rewatch this because I was watching the makeup and not listening or they were listening mm. and they weren't watching the makeup. So kind of like just gives you something to zone out on and listen to yeah. a story, mm. if that makes sense. You've got really good storytelling skills. Like I, I do really like listening to you just talk through the case, but you say it so it's like you've memorized the whole story. Like you never really stop to like read anything how do you do that do you spend a lot of time like going over what exactly what you're going to say or do you do a lot of editing in post-production how much like research goes into each case Ooh, it depends on how well known the story is like if it's a story that's super well known and there's tons of research mm -hmm. available I mean you could research forever but I usually spend about a day or two researching and then I write out a full script which is essentially the story from start to finish and then um, from there, that's when I record. So it takes me about three to four hours to record and just the whole thing. I mess up a lot. You guys see the finished, polished version, mm, but behind yeah. the scenes, I'm a hot mess. <laughs> I am a hot mess like because I get everyone's names mixed up. I have my notes that I reference if I'm ever stumbling. And it really just depends. Some stories just come so easily. And then there's other yeah. stories where I get all just fumbled and I'm like, what is, I don't even remember. So just, I don't know. It's like case by case, but some stories yeah. I just like get so into and I watch tons of documentaries or interviews. And then I just, I have all this knowledge and I'm like, okay, I'm ready. And I just start going. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I bet the Chris Watts case would have been one of those where you were so like enthralled in it and reading every single article mm -hmm. that came out. I actually did really like that um, documentary that they did that they put on Netflix yeah. Um, a couple of years ago, that was that really like dove into exactly what happened and seeing all that behind the scenes footage and stuff was so interesting. Um, as I mentioned, I'm obsessed with true crime and I imagine the same would go for a lot of our listeners as well and obviously your audience too. Yeah, what Why is it think... with beauty and true crime? I know. <laughs> I think it must be that females are like fascinated or something. I think there is a stat out there that like women are more interested in true crime stuff than, than right. men. But why do you think so many people love learning about murder mystery? I think because we're the target. <laughs> Like oh, most, vic <laughs> most victims are, Maybe that's it. Uh, most victims are women. Yeah. We're trying to look out, okay, what are the red flags I'm supposed to look out yeah. for? What would I do in that situation? What wouldn't I do? Mm. Um, I think we're just mm. on high alert because we're constant. We're the, we're the ones who are being targeted. Mm. I mean, that's what yeah. I gather. I don't know, but at least, I don't know, for me, it's always like, well, what would I do in that situation? What would yes. I have done? Or like, what's the red flags, you know? Like with the Chris Watts story, it was scary because there were no red flags with him. No, yeah. wasn't that 100%? Mm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and then we get more fascinated because it's like, yeah. there has to be some kind of red flag. Mm. And then, you know, you just become obsessed mm. trying to figure out what was it? You know, I know it's, um, yeah, I think it probably is that there is like a mystery factor around it and you're just trying to get to the bottom of why that happened. Because mm -hmm. we just want to protect ourselves. Mm. 
Um, so you started Murder Mystery Makeup in 2019. Can you tell us about your career before that as a makeup artist? Yes. So I worked, well, it started at Sephora. I had worked at Sephora from the age of 20 to 25. And that's where I learned everything. I learned any everything and anything when it came to ingredients, makeup, techniques. I picked everybody's brains. And then I started to freelance. So I live in an area where there's a lot of um, weddings going on. So it's like a lot of bridal makeup. So I did makeup for bridal parties and brides and all the weddings and whatnot. And then I started makeup assisting for um, a celebrity makeup artist. And I would work with her on just different, lots of different things. And then I was doing YouTube throughout. And then once my um, murder mystery and makeup really took off, I was like, okay, I guess I could just focus on YouTube now and not so much freelancing, which is nice. Any, have you got any um, fave products, like Holy Grail makeup products that you can share with us? Well, okay, so this one's kind of new, but I'm obsessed with this powder. It's One Size Beauty, their foundation powder. Have you tried it? No. Mm-mm. It's incredible. It is such a beautiful powder. You can use it wet or dry and it just really blurs and softens and I don't gives you such full beautiful coverage and I just I bought every color. <laughs> Because I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to use it going for... to Google that. <laughs> yeah, I, I just cannot stop with this powder. I am fully addicted to it. Um, of course, like Laura Mercier, the loose setting powder, always mm. a go-to. But you know what? Hourglass, their um, veil primer, that one's my favorite. I used to use it on mm. everybody, especially for bridal makeup, because it would make their uh, makeup water resistant, sweat proof. And and really just smooth out and even out their skin and the pores. I love that product. Well, your brows always look amazing. What do you use in your brows? So I use the um, Anastasia, the brow Ooh. freeze. Yeah, oh my God, we both love that. We yeah. really love that. Use that. And then I really like the Benefit, the brow pen. It's like a mm-hmm. marker. And I yep. just use yep. that. Boop, boop, boop. And that's all I use. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's easy. They always look perfect. Oh, thanks. They're so nice. Um, So as I mentioned before, I really love the way that you tell the stories as you're going through your makeup, but there's like an element of humor there. Do you find it tricky balancing that like almost, I guess, cheeky side with the serious nature of what you're actually talking about? No, because I do the whole murder mystery makeup thing like I'm talking to a friend and that's just how I am naturally where Mm -hmm. I have to add humor to dark things it's how I deal Mm. with trauma (laughs) (laughs) so if you can laugh at things like sometimes you just have to laugh like yeah you know it's just you gotta you gotta so I just act like myself really and if I ever feel like maybe I crossed a line or something then I cut it out but for the most part Mm -hmm. it's like my mindset is to you can make fun of the killer you can always make mm-hmm. fun of the killer, but you can't ever make fun of like the victims or anything like that. So mm-hmm. that's what I keep in mind. Like we can make fun of the killer all damn day. Um, <laughs> and that's that. Yeah. I mean, we got to laugh a little. It's so dark. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep it lighthearted. Um, so you did mention before that some people say like, oh, I had to go back and listen again because I was too busy watching the makeup. But you did release a podcast um, called Dark Histories Podcast. Can you tell our listeners what to expect from that if they're looking for another podcast different to ours that they would go yeah. and listen to? So Dark History is about um, pretty much history stories, well, American history that just wasn't taught in school. 
Um, when I was researching a lot of stories for murder mystery makeup, I would always come across stories throughout history that are really dark. People would, would die. So I'm like, it kind of fits, but it doesn't because it's not true crime. Mm-hmm. And also it would get me... Um, confused, I guess, or curious as to why didn't we learn about this in school? It seems like a very Mm. important story. So I would go down these little rabbit holes um, of just stories throughout history. I'm like, become obsessed with. And it's the same thing as murder mystery makeup where I'm like, I just need to tell someone what I learned because this is wild. (laughs) I'm like, there's so many things throughout history that I'm like, why, why, how come no one told us this? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. (laughs) Well, I feel like you're living my dream career. You're like, I seriously seriously, (laughs) I wanted to ask, cause you like, I was watching your videos last night and I've just like, I was like, oh my God, there's like millions and millions of views on each video. When did you realize it went from like sort of a small side project to being like, oh my God, okay, this is going to be my career? That's a good question. I knew I was onto something by the first upload because that first mm. upload got like 60,000 views um, mm. and I was averaging at like 5,000. So I was like, okay, there's something here. So then I just kept going. And I think once I hit like 500,000 subscribers, that's when I was like, okay, this is going to be, I'm going to focus on this and see where it takes Mm. me. Um, Mm. Still every day, I'm always like, I hope it works out. (laughs) But um, yeah, I'm onto something, right? I'm onto something. Um, are there any like Australian stories that you've done or any other like crimes on your list that you're keen to cover in the future that we might be familiar with? I've done Catherine Knight. Are you familiar yes. with Catherine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was, mm. she was off. And then Crazy. there was another one. <laughs> yeah. She was different to say the least. <laughs> can we get, can we get a short version of that? What was the, what was that one? <laughs> she was like in a love, hate, toxic relationship with her husband And Mm -hmm. she seemed to be very abusive and controlling towards him. He wanted to leave. He wanted out and she was not having it. So instead she decided to murder him. And I believe she, she cooked him. Mm. She cooked him. him And I think she fed him to someone. She fed him to his kids for dinner. Oh yeah. Okay. Now I actually think I remember this. Yes. Okay. Oh my God. Well, it must be, um, kind of a I guess a fun job for you getting to find all these new cases and start researching and looking into them like I just that's my dream to do that <laughs> as a job I want and to get I want to, to do a crime podcast I <laughs> you feel should like, I, feel like she- <laughs> I do I do want to because I really like Australian cases so I watch like a lot of Australian documentaries when they're overseas I'm like yeah it's not it doesn't feel as like close to home I like yeah. it to feel like it's something that's around the corner um so that's I think maybe I'll look into it. You've inspired me, Bailey. Yeah. Well, it kind of ties back to what we were saying earlier. It's like you're looking for ways to protect yourself. And that's why you get interested in the cases that are are near you. Mm. Like people always Mm. want me to branch off and do like um, more stories in Australia or the UK. Mm. And I'm like, but the ones that are next door kind of scare me even more. (laughs) Because it's like that's your neighbor. about it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So, yeah, you should do a true crime podcast about, like, Australia murders. Why not? Yeah, well, you've convinced me. It's happening, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, well, if you want to catch uh, any of Bailey's stories that she's covered on her YouTube channel, you can find it at Murder Mystery and Makeup, and you can also find her podcast, Dark History, um, on the podcast apps, or I assume it's on Spotify as well. 
Yes, definitely. Awesome. Great. Well, you can catch Bailey there. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been so fun chatting to you. Thank you so much. It was so nice being here. Okay. Product we didn't know we needed. Uh, On brand with uh, our episode from the other week with Joe Malone CBE, my product Mm -hmm. I didn't know I needed is the Joe by Joe Loves candle. Mm. I really, really like this scent, which is off brand. I really like the scent, but I just don't think that it's my typical fragrance that I go for. So I feel like Mm -hmm. our audience know we really love these woody masculine fragrances and we don't really go for the, you know, light florals. And so this has um, grapefruit lime and I think it's pronounced guayac wood. (laughs) I don't know what that is because I didn't look it up, Um, but it's very citrusy which I actually really like. It makes your whole house smell smell really fresh, which I love. So it's the perfect like after cleaning candle. And Mm. I just really, really like it. And also it's got my name on the front of it. So I can't Mm. fault it. It's in like a red vessel. It's got a silver top on it. Um, It's really cute. I just really like it. I was surprised to be honest. I think Joe Loves is one of the nicest fragrance brands Mm. in that I, like I'm, obsessed yeah I love the, the candles are amazing it's is yours super super fragrant like it yeah. fills so the, the whole room really quickly that's what I wanted to say so it's very concentrated so it does mm. fill up like I've got a pretty spacious downstairs area and it fills like the whole house like I can smell it in my bedroom upstairs when I've had it yeah. on and a number of people have come over in recent weeks and said like oh that smells so nice because I've had it on every time people have come over um yeah. and it just really smells clean and fresh and I it's like my current go-to for my living area at the moment I will say it's 92 bucks um it's probably yeah, the fig trees is 92 and yeah. it's my favorite candle I'd say it's in the wheelhouse of people who are into your Lumira or your um Citrudon maybe yeah it's in so the price point is in between Lumira and Citrudon yeah so if they're in your mm. wheelhouse I'd say that this is probably one to consider um especially if you like those fresh uh citrusy fragrances because again it's got the grapefruit lime and whatever that wood's called but yeah that's my product I didn't know I needed today what's yours so mine is the aspect limited edition skin heroes kit which is a holiday limited edition set so aspect actually sent me um for Christmas did you sorry oh my did god you no get... I did not get oh. this what the hell <laughs> I got it today with a handwritten note thank you for your support I was like oh, oh, oh. that's nice I've run, I've run out of a lot of the products they sent me yeah like they just know that I've run out so basically it's $199.50 it's valued at $326.50 and mm. it is the best starter set from Aspect what's in there so Aspect Puristat 5 Cleanse 100 ml. Yeah. That is my number one, um, as you know, my number one cleanser. Yep. It's got AHAs um, and BHAs. So it's particularly good for oily skin, but it doesn't strip the skin at all. It's got the a full-size Extreme C20, so that's a 30 ml. It's also got, so that's a vitamin C. It's got mm-hmm. a 15 ml Extreme B17, which is like one of my favorite vitamin B. It's like good a- Good travel size. Yeah, really good travel size, but it's um basically like a patented blend of vitamin B complex polypeptides. Um, you like I love that serum so much. And then your fave, Joe, it's got the aspect Phytostat nine. How much was it again? Just under two hundred, but it's valued at three twenty six. Yeah, amazing. Such good value, and yeah. like all the best aspect products in mm. one. So. 
Um, if I don't actually, so because I have so much skincare, like getting gifts is like because we work in beauty. Yeah, I never get that excited, and I would never want like that as a gift because I don't. But then I got it, and I was like, oh, this is such a yeah. good gift. Like I was <laughs> yeah. so happy. Yeah, like it just made me really happy. So, um, if you're looking for a holiday gift for someone special, I would highly even recommend. a starter set like that actual kit. You've got your cleanser, then you've got your C mm. for the morning. You can use your B in the evening or you can mix those two together in the morning. And then you've got your moisturizer. So really yeah. all you need, you don't need is much. Um, actually, SPF. SPF, yeah. And you're sorted. Totally. Yeah. Um, Hannah, how do you feel about guys on dates that say they don't have social media? <laughs> um, like what's the first thing that comes to your head? <laughs> so... The first thing that comes, so I've been on, I have actually dated guys that don't have social media and I'm like, I think it's mysterious and it's like also, I I don't know. I'm like, it's like a turn on and it's off putting at the same time, if that makes sense. Yep. Because I'm like, like why? Like what? But like also like good on you. Yeah. But also what the hell do you do in your spare time? I know. <laughs> but I think I have a theory because a guy that I went on a few dates who said he didn't have social media and then he actually stalked me. So I reckon they have mm. burner accounts where they stalk people. I think for they sure. do too. And I think they mm. lie about it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like how can you stay like if like Kim if Kim Kardashian was on by the way, have you seen Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson yes. holding hands? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> What, what is going down there? I reckon I don't on? think they're dating. I just think that it's they kissed on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, and I think that was just like maybe they're hanging so out. Why are they holding hands? Because they were on a roller coaster. It makes total sense. Yeah, but they know. I He's reckon not Kim's type. He's just not. I don't think she. I reckon. I, I, I. Maybe she's having some I re- fun. I don't know. No I reckon judgment. it's the BD. It's the BDE something. Mm. <laughs> he Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale. Like it's insane. <laughs> Anyway. Um, so yeah, like you have to have a burner account if you want to go like stalk like some like something that's um pop culture yeah. or like you know, you want to see Kim on Saturday Night Live, like yeah. anything like that that's like new and exciting is comes on social media first. Yeah. So I reckon they have burner accounts. They must. What's your what's your first impression? Well, so a guy said that to me the other day and I was like, he didn't know what we do for work. Um, that was just I like that too. Of, I just kind of keep that elusive to start with because I like Same. to see what they'll say. Always. Um, and, yeah, he was just like, you know, I just didn't get the whole social media thing. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's actually my job. So um, <laughs> this is uncomfortable. <laughs> but then I think they're tempted. What doesn't he get about it? Just it, like, doesn't get the appeal. And I'm like, well, okay. I just use it, A, as you said, a news source. B, to see what my friends are all doing and C, to stalk people. Isn't that what we all do? My thing is that most creative people in creative roles Mm. also use social media to like promote like their work but then also they use it as a platform to be creative and test out creative stuff and I think think it's like the direction of some like of our careers, journalists, Mm. people like us that work in content. Mm that is such an important part of what we do and how we promote our work. Totally, yeah. And it's how we stay in touch with 
our listeners as well. Like totally. how else would we I, communicate? It's a community. Yeah, hundred percent. So I'm for I just social don't media. know how I feel about people being very off it and being like, no, I don't, I don't do that. Like in a judgy way. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of judgment. Yeah. I've had guys on dates be like, like what's like if they follow me on social media, yeah. like what's with all the social media. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. (laughs) Shut up. But also, like, you also can't post thirst traps for them either. So it's kind of, it's detrimental to them as well. (sighs) Anyway, Anyway. that's it for this week. All right. See ya. You didn't do that. You were a bit too high energy. (laughs) See ya. Is that better? (laughs) Okay. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated.